Andrew. Okay, so Tom is 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 Barbie woke garbage? Uh, you don't. Do you, did you do want to talk about Barbie? Okay, so uh, I don't know. I have to see the movie. I haven't seen it either. But this is the message you get: is Barbie woke garbage? You know. So I just I've been seeing that all over my um, YouTube uh, algorithm. Yeah, well, there's this. I mean, it it gets incredibly good reviews. No, it's like uh, not with Ben Shapiro and and uh, you know the the uh let's say the right wing folks gives a shit about ben shapiro no that's true who gives a shit about ben shapiro as if he's like a movie critic mm. no? yeah, he does movie critics but from a very sort of square perspective yeah <laughs> he's very square in his thinking he's like yeah he thinks in squares i mean i don't know if you know marco mode he's like a, a reviewer from the bbc and mm -hmm. I really trust him. He's like, he's a good, uh, uh, versatile reviewer. Uh, and, and, and he liked that movie very much because it's, it's, it has, it's not as easy as we think it is, you know, about that, that movie. The mm -hmm. funny thing that I, you know, that nobody mentions that, uh, Barbie was created by a guy who was like a hardcore swinger and he created a, he created a, 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 a doll that was supposed to resemble like strippers, you know, and it's a so, porn doll, basically. Yeah, it's a porn doll. And, and the funny thing is up to this, up to this movie, everybody was, oh, these are like unrealistic standards, and we shouldn't give, you know, Barbie to the kids nowadays, you know, and, and now that movie comes out, and suddenly it became a symbol for female empowerment. Oh, Barbie was always a symbol that you can achieve anything. It's like, what are you talking about? That's, that's now it's a symbol for female it's, it's a com it's a complete reframing of what's going on i mean this maybe is what happens everything gets reframed all the time it's like in the book 1984 the price of chocolate is you know is always yeah. changing and, and going up and going down and it's always great news yeah no matter whether it goes up or down no matter whether it's barbie is empowering or barbie is you know creating unrealistic beauty model Standards, you know, yes. Standards, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I fear that I have to see the movie. That's my problem. You You're going to go see it. I, I'm not going to go see it unless <laughs> yeah. I have to. Because I think if I go see it, I'll have to like... No, I, I think if I want to have like an educated opinion on, uh, on that, I have to I have to watch that that movie and add but, to the box office the global one. Hmm? Well, I have an idea. Why do we pretend that we've seen the movie and do a review about it? Oh, yeah, that's great. That's that would great. be a cool idea. Oh, yeah, the movie was really shitty. Oh, my God. It was like so bad. Oh, no, like, no, no, it I was great. It was... I loved it. <laughs> I, I really loved it, Andrew, because, I mean, the the amount of topics that can be attached to that kind of movie, it's, 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 I mean, it's not Oppenheimer. It's not The Matrix. It's like, okay, there's a woman uh, going out of, you know, her plastic world, is confronted with the real world and is trying to find her identity you know, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and, and to wrestle with who she is and in this kind of patriarchal world. And, and, and I think, you know, and then there's this thing, what is real, what is not real, you know, this whole kind of thing. It's, it's super interesting. It's a musical. So it's like very lively. And yeah, I, really I think it's about you know? the uh, pl pl platonic models, you know, being, <laughs> you know, smashed in, in the, in the, in the process, in the new process philosophy world. Right? Yeah. So, so, so this platonic image of beauty is, is being, you know, you know, shattered by the negativity, 
the Hegelian negativity, the yeah. negativity of negativity. Yeah. Would yeah. you agree with, with my... Yeah, formula? obviously. Obviously, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that goes without you saying. By, <laughs> that goes without saying. The, it's the negativity <laughs> of the negativity. <laughs> Fuck you, right. It's all Hegel, okay? So fuck off. <laughs> I, I really appreciated the Hegelian aspect of the new Barbie. Yeah, yeah. New Barbie, Phil, I really appreciated her confrontation with the real. And yeah, the did fact you, did, that did you, she, did you... she experienced her genuine negativity there when she mm. came into the real world. <laughs> yeah, did you, did, you world. Notice that, did you notice that Zizek had a cameo in that movie? Zizek was in the movie, yes. He, Zizek represented like uh, the kind of like that when as soon as she, she left the Barbie world, the first person she would meet would be Zizek because he's like stuttering, you know, yeah. you know, fat and, you know, says all kinds of weird shit. And she's like, oh, where am I? I'm outside of the Matrix now. And what I, what I especially like. What I especially liked with the movie, and I think I, you know, so so because it starts off like in the trailer, you know, mm. and then you're 20 minutes in, and suddenly it completely shifts the tone, and you're suddenly in this like very weird 70s Scorsese kind of atmosphere. So she 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 goes down with her Barbie car in this kind of alley, and gets like, ra like gang raped by by some <laughs> Italian fellas in a in a and. Yeah. And so it's like a very so so. Yeah, and, I get and then, you. And then kind of like the Disney of meets the Disney. No, no, and then the rest um, of the movie, she's like kind of wrestling with her, you know, with her identity. It's like she's living in this flat, and there are rats and and everywhere. And so, and then at, at the end, she kills herself. You know, nobody expects that in, from that from that movie. Yeah, you're spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Barbie commits suicide. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I was crying actually. I was I was in tears. I don't have, know you seen, you. have you have you seen uh, uh Gaspar Noir's Irreversible? No. It, that's one of the most horrific movies I've ever seen because it's like it's 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 filmed backwards and and it 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 starts basically uh with the rape scene with one of the most gruesome rape scenes ever put on film where Monica Bellucci goes through this tunnel and gets raped and oh, I heard about that so yeah. and 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 it's really you really can't watch it and so her, her 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 boyfriend gets on this violent spree to to kill these kinds of um rapists and the movie ends you know uh because it's all filmed backwards in this you know paradise like setting where everything is good and in order but um I think I think Greta Gerwig used that movie as a template, basically for her for her Barbie movie. I see. I I, well, I was thinking it's all about more narrative, of, Andrew. It's I all was about thinking more of the, the Wizard of Oz, where everything is colorful and beautiful in Kansas, and then and then suddenly there's a windstorm, and then everything. No, Andrew, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> right, right. So this is more like Tarantino meets a Bambi or something like that. No, it's, it's Gaspar Noir gets gets fucked in the ass. That's what it is. Ah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it was hard to watch. I it was hard to it's, it's incredible that that Hollywood is coming up with such realism, such, you know, yeah. cinema nobody, verite. Nobody, nobody expected that. Nobody expected that. No. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that Barbie is 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 become cinema verite. I think it's it's a, it's a nice move. It's a nice um, 
move from you know from between the worlds you know it's like okay this is where we're going okay towards the negative negativity yeah do you want to talk about something th serious <laughs> <laughs> no but i think this was would be a great idea is is we do film reviews about films we've never seen yeah i think I like the guy from the onion you know we when he starts a, a off podcast he... about just like stuff that we don't even know anything about and just talk about it and see where it leads us it's it's a very interesting concept have you seen the guy from the onion who does like the film reviews because he always starts, you know, yeah. oh, this is the new movie with Margot Robbie, and and then then he starts, then he veers off into some personal stuff that he has, like some issues that he had with his father, <laughs> and it's very funny. He just he just goes way off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with the movie anymore. <laughs> That's good. Mm -hmm. That's very very good. So, what's your topic for today? No, but I, oh. I, um, I mean, it's a 180 degree uh, thematic turn, but I, I was thinking about, <clears throat> because I did this, this um, series on magic, if you remember, right, mm -hmm. this course, and, and so I was thinking about doing a new episode, because I, I, I had a very easy way to conceptualize magic, you know? And and maybe we can we can start off with that and go ahead. Yeah. So because I was thinking basically there are two ways of of conceptualize a ritual, right? And so you have you have the causal way of doing that, and you have the acausal way of doing that. And so if you if you go go about a ritual in a in a causal way, so it, it means um you, you act within a mindset of causality because that's what it means. And there are two ways you can, you can, you can do it. You can either uh, go into the past in your past and reframe uh, certain memories or, or, or experiences that you had and thereby creating a future, a, a new kind of behavior, you know, mm -hmm. a new kind mm -hmm. of, and what you also can do, is you create you, you look into the future and you create a new value with a ritual you know okay you want that or that is your most important goal and by by that means you also change your kind of behavior towards the future because every ritual and magic is supposed to you know um create a new kind of reality that you're like living in but in order to do that you have to change your behavior your disposition it's, it's all this it's all about changing your yes. disposition towards the past and the future right yeah and so but like technically you can you can you can ref i mean these are standard techniques from psychology and therapy you can reframe old experiences and thereby mm -hmm. creating a new bifurcation in your behavior or you 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 create new behaviors, new goals, new values that orient your behavior towards a certain goal, and so that that would be the uh, you know the concrete operational or let's say the the causal way of approaching magic, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the magic ritual where you can you know uh, use intensity to to do that, and then there's the a, a causal way, which you know was the domain which uh, Sigi Jung was very interested in. And and there, this is this has nothing to do with causality because it's a causal, and the idea is, you know, technically speaking, that you can reach every point from every point without any causality, 
you know mm -hmm. so so you can you can create uh you know you, you use a symbol for for a certain reality you charge it with some energy and you just go there without you know um by trusting um to get there without you know a, a necessary change of behavior right mm. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm trying to understand the difference, right? Because the first involves time, right? Uh, and the second one, you know, my intuition is it's 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 because because you know Jung describes synchronicity as a causal coincidences, right? right? right. Uh, that's what that's what synchronicities are. So you're talking about creating synchronicities uh, within an idea of not having a goal of something or having a goal or 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 or, or what. No, normally, normally, as a contrast, we go about our worlds that we change our behavior to create a certain future for, or to manifest a, a certain future. So you, I mean, you, 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 uh, you want to be a doctor, you have to, you have to study, right? Yeah. And you have to go through the years of arduous work and study to become that. And that's a form of ritual, sure, because you have to, you have to change your behavior, right? You know, and so it's and, like making quantum sort of jumps instead, right? Exactly. And so because, you know, from a Nassim Taleb point of view, it's like it's way more chaotic than it is. And our intentions to create the future, it's like, yeah, we have our, you know, narrative kind of processor by which we try to um, convince ourselves that we are on the right path. But it's way more chaotic. It's way more fractal. It's way more... Um, you know, undetermined of how we come from A to B. But yeah. if you use if you use a magic ritual in that mindset, you know, so um, that you that you can reach every point from every other point. So give me an example of such a ritual. Of the rich? No, but I mean, it's of like, the a causal type of ritual that you're speaking of. What would an example be? No, it's like imagine uh, imagine you you um were to change let's say parallax as a system mm -hmm. you know so we can go about the causal way and say oh no we tweak our behavior here and we try social media and we reframe our past experiences we had with with endeavors like that sure that's one way or uh, you you create a symbol which is representative of a future state of what parallax could be or what mm -hmm. parallax is is supposed to be and then you charge that with, you know, some bioenergy, some, you know, that what you do in a ritual, you you kind of focus uh, energy on a on a focal point, on a on a on a symbol, whatever. Like mm -hmm. you can you can mm -hmm. you can do this on, on in a myriad ways. Yeah. But then you, you then you're not you're not concerned with tweaking or changing behavior. You're just you're just invocating. A new reality yeah you're not concerned of stepping going you know in a linear way from one to two to three to four like going that way you're kind of jumping all over the place and kind of doing everything simultaneously and right and and, and finding you know and then and then these patterns kind of fall into place directed towards this this symbol i guess yeah exactly and but the but the crucial point here is you can't mix these two approaches you can't have uh you know the causal mindset hmm. but then hope that the things will fall into place by magic that doesn't work because you know either you have to have a, a, a causal structural mind frame 
to go about, mm-hmm. or you have a a, a a causal way. Yeah, yeah. It, it, again, it's it's sort of a question of disposition. I think people lead their lives. Some people do that. Some people are very causal, like they study to become doctors, and then they become doctors, and they want a family, and they, you know, so they study. So they study their whole life to 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 get have this kind of certain lifestyle, and they achieve that or they fail. Right. Um, But that's a very, I want this, you know, Um, and then, and then I I, personally, I've, I've been the kind of person that I kind of, I kind of, I kind of don't have that way of thinking or being, I think I think a causally. So I, I, I I come into grace by, by accident right? (laughs) or, or I come into inspiration by, 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 by a sort of accident. I don't plan to be something or do something or I didn't plan to get married. I didn't plan to move to France. I didn't plan to start a media thing. I nothing nothing was planned in, in my case. Yeah. I don't know I don't know about you but and then so 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 I think sometimes I need to be more planned just because I I kind of if I I get swept up in the chaos of of things and I need to add linear plans into that sort of chaos but I don't really believe that that I don't really believe in let's say this this linear progression of of stuff anymore i i don't i don't think it ever happens right now what i i mean from my point of view uh, uh there are situations that require that you reframe past experiences or that you kind of condition yes, indeed, yourself yeah. to new new values and new kind of behaviors which again would be the the causal way of doing a ritual that you charge you know, a, a reframing image of, of past experience and thereby make it more real than the initial. Uh, well, you uh, said you can't do both. And I don't know why, because I, it appears no, to me that we're always doing both at the same time, right? No, I don't think so. Like we're, we, we have a, we have a goal, we set a goal and then, you know, we diverge from that goal and then other things happen that we weren't expecting that that are better or worse yeah but i'm not talking about like like day uh, our daily life i'm I'm specifically talking about a, a ritual of you know in magic and and how you how you go about it so um i mean if you what i always find so interesting that if you look at you know the ancient god symbols you know jupiter and mars and you know horus and toth and you know demeter and and so they were like kind of uh, codified uh, s- symbols for certain futures, right? So if you if you would invoke Demeter, for example, you you would hope you, you would hope for a good crop. So that is like a condensed future, and so that's nothing that you that you do. I mean, you do the sacrifice. You you sacrifice to Demeter in in a certain way, or you charge that symbol. Ah. But then 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 you hope that the good crop uh appears out of nowhere in in a way what you're talking about is the difference between psychology and religion right because psychology tends to be linear doesn't it it tends to be about fixing things that are that need to be fixed and going back into your past and you know whereas whereas when you're moving into the mystic more mystical realms or you're moving into mysticism or you're moving into religion you're, you're working with gods you're working with things that are not so easily defined and that and 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 uh, um, and that your goals are, are a little bit different than than let's say yeah you have a different 
you have a bigger kind of you have larger kinds of goals which aren't so personalized i mean or, i mean we're we talking about two different things is that no no it's exactly because but um i would add that psychology kind of still wrestles with the insides of you know the hermetic orders you know in 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 britain in the turn of the century because it's like that's still psychology is still kind of working through through these insights that that those people had and kind of codified in their books yes and it's like uh the same for religion i think like i, I think religion came way later than you know like as in an institute as an institution like like the original you know sh shamanic kind of rituals and insights and well if you're praying for 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 rain or, or something like that or you're you're asking demeter to, to fix your crops it's a communal desire it's not just for you it's right. for your community it's for your whole community or something exactly. it, it has a it has a communal so the gods even though they're individualized, represent a communal structure, right. or a tribal structure, or a, more of a communal structure. Whereas in psychology, psycholo archetypical psychology or whatever, you're trying to fix yourself <laughs> so that you can, you know, adapt to the community. So it's like coming at it from the other way, right? Sure. First you fix yourself, like Jordan Peter's always going on and on about, oh, get your life together, blah, blah, blah. And then you can go into the community and do good things. Whereas if you're praying to God, you're like the community, and then and then that will give that will valorize yourself. It's like from the other end. Yeah, but I always have problems with this because you know you can't think the individual without the collective anyhow, and of so course. sure, you, it's just you know. what emphasis you you have. I suppose. Yeah, but I mean, like if you know, it's like if you if we use you know the 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 example of of parallax itself. So I I mean in a way it is a communal effort and if if we were to invoke let's say demeter for like a hopeful and fruitful kind of future that would be uh, for the benefit of everybody who is involved in this kind of project but on the other side i could also like uh, just change my behavior and recondition myself in some way and that you know in terms is, of isn't that the linear approach that you were speaking of versus yeah, that the, would be the causal approach or and that, that would also, be the causal approach yeah and that would also change you know parallax as you know for all the people yeah you know but it almost feels more uh alive when you're when it's a larger thing game you're playing you know this could be a critique of sort of existential philosophy right yeah uh, that it's just about it's like like uh, like being the individual uh -huh. but as soon as you're as soon as you, if you're playing a larger game if you're playing the communal game there's problems with the communal as well because then you get caught in, a, in an egregore of some sort yeah right you get caught in in um in, you know conformity or something do you know what fingerspitzengefühl is no Fingerspitzengefühl. That sounds I, I like a know. German word to me. No, it is. It means you have <laughs> you have like a, a very specific tingly feeling in the tip of your fingers. And it signifies that you have to be very, very careful and attentive what kind of measures you apply to solve certain problems or to gain to attain certain goals. And I think you have to have this Fingerspitzengefühl, this this very, you know clear understanding when uh, you have to tweak your uh, when to know when to tweak your own behavior and to to recondition yourself 
Yeah. Or when you when the time is right to to invoke, let's say Demeter, what because we are at this example, you know. So it's like mm. because because it's such a you know um, subtle thing to know uh, when when to uh, use which tool basically you know yeah yeah and psychological tools in a way are are kind of that's the beginning of the path you know later on you you kind of accept yourself with your weaknesses and you you, you know you don't need endless psychotherapy right yeah like you can move from this stage, like at a, at a certain point where you're really fucked up and you don't have no orientation, you go to a therapist and, and you figure shit out. It's like, you know, I need a girlfriend and a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I need to get my life, you know, I need basic things in life and I, it's nothing, this isn't working and I, and, I, and I don't know why. And, you know, so you have to figure that stuff out. But then the next stage is when you move into, let's say, uh, you know, when you move into what I think, it's more like what you would call magic or you move into spiritual practices and, and, and things like that. Your aims have to be higher and bigger and, and, and wider and, and have more dimensionality to them. Right. Like, right. like in Zen, when you do Zen, you say, you make a prayer to, uh, to you know, open all the doors of the Dharma. Right. And, and things like that. Right. So you're, you're on a different level than, the Jordan Peterson level of getting your life, cleaning up your room and, <laughs> you know, although you don't want to discount that, but. I, I still, you know, I, I saw a clip recently where Peterson was talking basically about the same thing we're talking right now, which is one of the these weird coincidences that you like, that you like working with a topic for yourself or a theme. And then mm -hmm. you are like in this nets of synchronicity like what Wilson Robert Anton Wilson describes, or or or, or Sigi Jung, where you where you suddenly come across a video of Jordan Peterson, a recent one, where he talks about exactly that what kind of mind frame and mindset you have to have for certain problems, and 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 that you can't take them for granted, you know. And so he's like at the same he's very profane at times. You clean your clean your room and whatnot. Yeah. and very banal but then he's still still able to completely uh go to the other end of the spectrum and talks about these uh weird weird deeply spiritual you know religious yeah. concepts well, you know? maybe it's as above so below right like the banal and the 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 the, the, the ordinary things uh when they're put into the concept of a set context of a larger dimensionality then then they're not there's not just cleaning your room it's the microcosm of the universe you know so you can right. make that you know that whole uh, you can you can you can you can say that the 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 smallest the, the smallest thing is the largest thing at the same time like the universe in a mustard seed or he just jumped the jumped the shark by still being political which is not his expertise so he, he just you know he should have sticked with well, with psychology and 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 religion yeah i'm i'm feeling that way at the moment listening to him i think i think he he, he goes overboard with the politics um he he's 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 become he's become moralistic you know yeah he's become maybe he always was but he's becoming overly moralistic rather than 
yeah there's something that something that on the other hand so i so i i almost find that there's two of him there's a part of him that i can appreciate and listen to and that i get great insights from and then there's a part of yeah. him when he goes on a political rant that i just i mean i'm not that the things that he's 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 um you know not that the the issues that he's struggling with are, are not are not relevant it's just that um it's just that he's been it's it's, it's it's like an audience capture thing or something it's like it's like he's he's, he's not he's, authentic anymore That's he's re, he's repeating talking points of conservative ideology that ever you know that that's nothing new leave, leave that to the conservative politicians to do that you know what's interesting about jordan peterson is, is something else like what was interesting about him or you know what what when he has insights when if he talks to somebody about you know psychology and, and uh anyway he anyway i th- i think he i think he needs to cool down a bit or something or yeah, go, inward, go inward about and he just keeps going outward and outward and outward and outward and outward and outward he keeps exploding into like into these diatribes and he should go inward something you need to go inward too or you're just gonna burn up in the stratosphere yeah no that seems inauthentic to me because uh somebody who who has these deep insights into psychology and you know, and religion shouldn't uh, shouldn't become such a wobblehead in the political, you know, area. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels that way to me. Mm. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to, like, because I, because I, I like to criticize. I like to criticize everybody. Yeah, we can criticize everybody, but it's so easy to criticize him. It's like it's like he's the he's like the guy that everybody criticizes. So there's part of me that wants to stick up for him just because everybody criticizes him, even though I I know there's something to criticize there, especially in the past little while. But isn't that saying if if you if you uh, uh, if it if it gets too hot in the kitchen, you should be there? Like what what there's a saying that that uh, if you if you if you're not ready to cook, you shouldn't be in the kitchen. Something like that. There's a saying. So what does that refer to? That refers to. No, I mean it's like if he enters the arena, the political. Oh yeah. And then, then he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be concerned with being criticized. No, he's not. I mean, if he, he, if he, he has he, shitty opinions, he's got his boxing gloves on. The you know, twenty four hours a day or something, right? He's he's ready to to go after anybody, but, but. Um... But it, it feels feels out of balance, feels out of whack. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but you mentioned you mentioned therapy, and there's all you know. I had I had this discussion just yesterday because um, one aspect of therapy and you know psycho psychotherapy is always you know the 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 issue that you lose yourself within the ther- therapeutic gaze, you know, and that's something that isn't addressed. Uh, Hmm. properly because if you don't have i mean we're talking about magic and all these kinds of things but if you don't have any goals and you just go through a therapist and then you spend the next 10 15 20 years like going from one you know uh uh you know analytic using one analytical tool after another and from one trauma you go to the next neurosis and to the next you know bad memory that you had while your mom was being mean to you and so you can you can perfectly structure your time 20 years and you you get nowhere that's why i think you have to move into the religious realm because if you're just remain in the psychotherapeutic realm you're just hacking away in the jungle with your machete you'll never find an end to your neurosis i mean 
Right. I mean, we're all fucking crazy, basically. I mean, to, to a yeah, certain Yeah, or you point. use the, the magic approach that you use, a, you know, you have a goal, you, you want to create something new. Um, and then uh, by design, there will be social and psychological problems arise, you know, because you create, you want to create, you want to, you know, jump from one reality to another one. But in order to do that, uh, you know, psyche and the social systems you're moving and have to change. And so it's like an, mm. a, an, a, an immune response. And so you have to deal with the issues that arise because you're jumping from, let's say, one attractor base into another one. And yeah, then, you have to deal with the static. Uh, you yeah, know, and so and, and then, not just and keep getting deal, going back and forth in yeah, the same you dynamic. Can, yeah, and then you can, you know, solve the psychological issues, and because you have a goal, and then you know you frame it, you solve it, and you you make it happen. You don't need to go around, you know, in, within that therapeutic gaze that you have, and and you know deal with with all the issues that you might or might not have. But you you you, yeah. you you deal with the psychological problems that arise because you want to create something new. And well, this is where Peterson is kind of correct when he talks about, uh, you know, therapy. He says like what the therapist should do would be is to challenge the person to to uh, face their their you know the darker side of their nature uh, and become more courageous rather than wallowing in emotionality or, or, or different stages or or because that becomes just a recursive loop in in much much of therapy so, i don't know what um, he means so he well he says you need to sort of you, you need to create a narrative so that's what i think you're talking about like okay create a narrative that's the causal that's the, i mean he's talk he ta he's talking about the causal thing create a narrative okay where are you going what you get you know what do you need to do etc and where do you want to be and that's the narrative, the causal narrative that you need to create. And then, then people start to feel better and they can face their fears a little bit more deeply. And then they're not such, they're not so, uh, you know, uh, then they can become, you know, adults, you know, they can, <laughs> I think that's, that's correct. Um, rather than the much of therapy today, which, which just seems to be um, solipsistic, um, you know, self-oriented. It's not entirely what I mean, Andrew. All right. Well, I, I maybe I'm 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 go go ahead and and uh, and uh, set so me if, right. If, if if we talking, uh, but uh, you know, Bard's language, that would be mythos, no? To to create a uh, uh, you know a narrative a structure. Oh I, yeah. I was talking. I was talking more about you know something, phallic kind of thing. So you you you. You know, and there's, you know, you should bring mythos and pathos and logos, you should bring it together. But, you know, um, I think before the myth, the story, the, the narration, there should be the phallic uh, grasp into into the future. And, and the, well, the I would say it's the opposite. I would say before you start to go into the future with your big dick, you know, uh, trumpeting your, you need to know where you're going, you need to have a story no 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 i i you just I want to go, go cock, cock first really cock first. <laughs> okay okay well we my, can come my back to that but actually i saw something on facebook which i thought is an optimist that says go right away <laughs> it's like i, I saw way. something cool about the hero's journey you know everybody's talking about the hero's journey blah 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 the hero's journey go out and kill a dragon and you know you're a hero and 
and then you'll get the virgin and the gold and, and all that, which is, of course, like that's almost like a young person's version of the, the reality. But actually, it's like the real hero gets eaten by the dragon. Like we all get eaten by the dragon. And then the real heroicism is like what Zizek talks about the day after. Right. It's not like creating the revolution and, and you know, winning the, the you know, winning the, the trophy, getting the thing you want, becoming, you know, it's more like you get eaten by the dragon. Uh -huh. I don't understand. Then, well, I, I mean, so the hero's that. journey is actually getting getting eaten by the dragon. It's not it's not killing the dragon. It's, you mentioned it's getting, that before. In the, getting in the eaten by the dragon and then and then how you behave after you've been eaten by the dragon, because we all get eaten by the dragon. I don't know what you mean. Still not. You can't repeat. You can repeat that, but I still don't understand what you mean. With, well, with eaten by the dragon would be like, for example, uh, like uh, your last girlfriend, not Tom, or the one before the the Russian one. That was like getting eaten by the dragon. You know, you mm. go through this experience and you get eaten by the dragon. You don't, you don't win the the the, the thing, ever almost. There's always a, there's always no, a trade. Are you talking and... just about the underworld? You know that's you know that's because you know if you use that example of me and my uh, hot Russian girlfriend, then uh, I came out the other end with some you know with some gifts that I gave the society in form of a new book. Exactly. So was, you got eaten by the dragon was, first. You didn't yeah, no, kill the dragon. Was, no, 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 no. But it was the underworld. Mm -hmm. So well, same thing. Being eaten by the dragon is 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 going through the underworld. I guess you could you could say that. But what I'm trying to what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that this triumphal kind of conquering kind of kind of mode is incomplete. Like as a as a as a view. Um, there's the other side is that how you deal with it, you know, the, the fact that you, we, we don't succeed, right? You know, uh, that we, we end up, you know, like, like Leonard Cohen had a book called The Beautiful Losers, you know. It's how to, how to lose, not how to win. That's also what, uh, what, what this martial art dude said. Um, mm. yeah. Maybe talk about yourself, Andrew. <laughs> no i'm joking well um, even when you win you lose right you you get what you want and then there's there's another side that appears right well i mean there's entropy and and we're always losing yeah entropy. but i don't know I, I don't know if you mean that and then the big dragon of death gets you in the end also so so um so so i'm just kind of i'm just i'm just telling the other side of the story i'm not saying that the I'm not saying this phallic blah, 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 kill the dragon. Like, this is what young people have to do. Go out and kill some dragons, right? When you're like 50 or something and, you, you know, it's like, yes, you're still going out and killing the dragon, but you're also, you've been eaten by the dragon a few times. And, right. And, uh, and you're less uh, naive, right? And then that, and that Hopefully. Sense, yes. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. No, but you know what I what resonates in me with what you're saying is that I mean there is there is entropy and there is death and there is essential meaninglessness in existence because I mean I will die, you will die, we will all die, our society will die, the planet. So there the ultimate meaning there there is no ultimate meaning, but at the same time we have to act as if 
there is meaning, you know, and we have to believe in that meaning and we have to believe in truth and beauty and all of these yeah. things. Although we know it's not true because if postmodernity showed us anything, is that there is no absolute uh, anything. Uh, yeah, postmodernity is getting eaten by the dragon. And now we're at the day after. This is what Zizek talks about. One of Zizek's ideas that I like, he likes, he talks about, everybody talks about how to create a revolution. Right. Nobody talks about what you do after the revolution, the day after. Right. After you've been eaten by the dragon or, you know, you know. With uh, your cock like, sucked. Exactly. You're, uh, <laughs> I said exactly, but I didn't, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Can you spell that? Can you explain that to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was talking to Bonita Roy. She says we always talk about sex at the end, at, towards the end of our thing. We always end up with a bunch of guys. We end up talking about sex. Why is this? Why? I, why do we start with these like really you know important topics and then and then we end up talking about like? Well, no, because it's the high and the low, the sacred and the profane, and the micro and the macrocosmos. I like the idea that you yeah. know that. Uh, from you know like the that the superstructures in philosophy kind of resemble the uh uh the the, the genital genital architecture so you have you have the more holistic uh kind of female approaches like that tries to explain everything like let's say uh wilbur's kind of thing which is kind of roomy you call that and, a female approach? Yes. Wilbur's, Wilbur's, because that, that's counterintuitive to me because I, I think of this kind of a geeky masculine approach, hyper-conceptuality. Yeah, but I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm talking about the philosophical superstructure. And so you have you have a holistic approach and there were always philosophers who, who tried to make this big kind of thing. Uh, and then you have philosophers who who are more on point you know that um who, who comes to mind like nietzsche for example well the or, antichrist is breaking down the structures and kind of like you know yeah and so you have like different kinds of superstructures that kind of resemble our our own architecture you know our genital architecture and i i i, I like the idea you know also it's like Sloterdijk has like these big spheric kind of ideas which is like yeah that's that's a that's a in itself it's it looks like a complex uh f female feminine kind of world building mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i see i see yeah so the feminine is the world building or the vagina yes it's the room you know it's yeah. the it's that what you enter it's that what you inhabit that's that what you kind of make sense of but then there are philosophers that are kind of just go into the chaos, you know, that's like the other side and and try to make like Wittgenstein or all these people that kind of have this this more. Right. Uh, we oscillate between the, the philosophers who are trying to give us a theory of everything. Right. The philosophers who are trying to give us a theory of nothing, maybe, or, or you know, try to break down the theory of everything. Um, yeah, I wrote something recently called the theory of nothing because you get weary of all these people trying to create a theory of everything. Um, and, and you wonder if what they're trying to do is create something very safe and, and, and coherent and clear because they can't handle the, 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 the no thingness yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or the 
the chaos of uh, of existence so so there's there's a there's a desire especially among hyper intellectual types to try to pin everything down into some concept of the way things are yeah whereas there's the the counter move you know in zen and things like this where you're trying to break the concept you're trying to undo the concept you're trying to experience the real directly without you know beyond the concept yeah so uh so i think those you know go back and forth uh, that there's that oscillation yeah i wonder if there's like a like a study of how you know zen and these eastern kind of religious approaches kind of uh influenced you know postmodern deconstruction philosophy i mean i mean there was obviously schopenhauer as a as a first guy who brought you know Mm -hmm. eastern kind of traditions to the west but apart from that i mean it's i mean if you look at it from a from a time um you know from the timing yeah so when, the way the east was coming west at that precise moment right when when the deconstruction of of the postmodernism started yeah and so and it's funny because like uh like if you look at french theory and all that you know the writings of you know uh you know deirdre and lacan and they're they're so incredibly verbiose right they're just you know word sandcastles mm. whereas whereas zen says the same thing in like the frog jumped into the pond plop plop <laughs> but, <laughs> something but like that you know but isn't the buddhist terminology like uh, you know, uh, incredibly complex and opaque, basically. Oh yeah. Well, you can get into you can get into this sort of. Uh, um, uh, well, I, it, one could say that um, Nargajwana was the greatest deconstructionist ever. He deconstructed all of deconstructionism as well. You know, he just he was just it's not this, not that. Just deconstructing every every notion, every notion of reality. <laughs> you would have was was relentlessly deconstructed he makes those deconstructionists in france look like a bunch of sissies really <laughs> compared to what he could deconstruct and then he started doing tantra so then he went into the most transrational style of 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 uh, of practice you could you could have after he had rationally deconstructed everything oh wow okay so so uh so and then so all these guys think that that they've come up, out upon something new. <laughs> but they were doing sissy porn, basically. Yeah, basically, it was basically Barbie's version <laughs> of philosophy. Barbie's <laughs> version of the true Buddhist Oppenheimer, huh? Exactly. Uh, mm. Yeah, something like that. <laughs>